0: psalm 120 if you care to know will be week 189 month 44 hour 133 let's start with a quick prayer as we do before we break down these particular psalms almighty god thank you for our salvation please clear our minds fill us with the spirit of god bless today's recording and we thank you lord for the grace that you've shown us over the last many weeks many months many years in fact we are most unworthy creatures and yet we are able to be called uh, the children of god sons and daughters of almighty god please fill us with your spirit today lord give us a uh, clear mind to approach thy throne thy eternal word we pray that uh, these psalms will be real to us precious and also relevant and we ask you to bless today's recording service and uh, time of thanksgiving which is in the u.s at the moment and we thank you for saving our wretched souls bless us now in jesus name amen and amen Amen. psalm 120 let's pick it up in verse 1 in my distress i cried unto the lord and he heard me i shouldn't have to keep saying this but there's been a resurgence in recent months and also recent uh, years in fact Which is leading people back to the catholic church and i've been very aware of this for a long time now and i'm seeing more people online uh, praying the rosary so-called protestants converting over to the greek orthodox church the roman catholic church And as a former catholic it does uh, grieve me and if you go back to the psalms very carefully you'll see time after time that when things go south and they always will do when times get tough and they will the psalmists always go to the lord They don't go to abraham isaac or jacob for today if you are in a jam you go to jesus you don't go to mary or the church or the saints you follow the psalmists in my distress i cried unto the lord and he and he alone heard me it's it's, uh, imperative to get that down otherwise you become guilty of idolatry it's as simple as that two deliver my soul o lord from lying lips from a deceitful tongue verse 3 thou false tongue so verse 2 you've got a lying uh you've got lying lips you've got a deceitful tongue and verse 4 you have a false tongue scripture says how all lies are the part in the lake of fire let's open this up go to john 8 first of all please Uh, john chapter 8 and then go to uh, the book of revelation John 8, first of all, Jesus speaking, so listen up. Uh, John 8, 44. Ye are of your father the devil. Not very uh, politically correct. And the lust of your father ye will do. He was a murderer from the beginning. He uh, would uh, cause uh, Abel to be cut down by his brother, of course. And abode not in the truth, because there is no truth in him. When he speaketh a lie, he speaketh of his own for he is a liar and the father of it got a revelation uh, 13 now we go into the tribulation and uh by the grace of god we just finished the book of daniel and uh, it was a great blessing to do that and uh, the truth were known the worst is still to come and also the best is still to come yes it's a paradox of course Uh, revelation chapter 13 tribulation period and uh, pick it up in verse four and they worship the dragon first negative uh part of scripture which gave power unto the beast there's your antichrist and they worship the beast saying who is like unto the beast who is able to make war with him six and he opened his mouth in blasphemy against god to blaspheme his name and his brethren and them that dwell in heaven It's a great verse to prove the pre or rapture back to psalm 120 verse 1 in my distress present tense i cried unto the lord go straight to the uh, to the lord don't go through any third party and he and he alone heard me he cares for you so take all your cares and troubles to him deliver my soul not your literal soul but your personage your being your welfare your survival oh lord from lying lips first negative mention and from a deceitful tongue those that are trying to get people to uh, take their eyes off the lord and put them on to uh, man matthew 4 and uh, luke for the devil comes along and tries to get jesus to take his eyes off his father and put them on to him and of course that failed spectacularly as far as satan would be concerned what shall be given unto thee or what shall be done unto thee Thou false tongue Tongue is a terrible thing The book of James says it cannot be tamed James says uh, all the wild animals Have been tamed And that's true to some extent Animals are naturally scared Fearful of mankind Even uh, the sea world The uh, the fish The dolphins The, uh, the whales And uh, otters And all those uh, sea creatures When they see a man or They hear a boat, they don't (laughs) come over normally, they stay away. Of course, they're very hungry, very very, uh, inquisitive. Four sharp arrows of the mighty with coals of juniper. And I looked at this text yesterday, and according to the Targum, that's T A R G U M, a Targum, and a Targum would be an Aramaic commentary on the Jewish Tanakh. And I say that because some times you'll find uh, christians don't appreciate uh, reference bibles of any kind or commentaries of any kind and i don't blame people for being somewhat suspicious of such material but sometimes it's good to have a good reference bible to fall back on i've got about a half a dozen next door and i consult them every uh, week before i preach on the lord's day just to check that i'm you know coming at a particular subject from the right point of view and the jews of old had their own commentary on the old testament and also the talmud which i do not recommend whatsoever also uh, follows the targum and they both say this reference in verse 4 concerns hell fire now i say that because most orthodox jews today conservative jews don't believe in hell per se which is very surprising Uh, if you come across rabbis online religious rabbis Uh, conservative rabbis who think nothing of christians they call us idolaters they despise us in fact and we pray for them which we'll look at shortly Uh, but uh, they don't believe in hell which is quite interesting because their two main sources pre-christ the targram and the talmud speak about hell as being everlasting fire but the term here coals of juniper is a slightly tough one and i did a bit of research yesterday. I want to just read a quote from a reference Bible, and it says here The idea here is that coals made from that would be intensely hot and would cause severe pain than if made from other wood. The word refers to a species of broom or shrub growing in the deserts of Arabia with yellowish flowers and a bitter root. He then quotes Robinson's Biblical Researchers, Volume 1, page 299. It goes on to say that he found the Bedouin in Sinai burn the roots into coal and says that they make the best charcoal and throw out the most intense heat the shrubs sometimes grow so large as to furnish a shade to those exposed to the heat of the sun in the desert so that's a bit of background there's coals of juniper and the picture here basically is of a man under attack he's in distress verse one he prays to god to deliver his soul in verse two he says what will be given to those with a false tongue in verse three like what were the ends of those people be and of course verse four sharp hours of the mighty like fiery darts which uh, paul speaks about with coals of juniper and i could say the targum and the talmud both suggest and state and i agree with them that this is in reference to hell hell is real and why orthodox jews reject it is anybody's guess all i can say is they are probably victims of the ecumenical movement in a bizarre way verse five woe is me that i sojourn in meshech some say that's russia that i draw in the tense plural of qadar some say that's arabia which is interesting because as of today russia and arabia like saudi arabia are hostile nations to israel on the surface they appear to be the best of friends but that's not the truth whatsoever that is simply done for uh, decoration it's done to give a sense of business as usual and of course it is business these nations want to trade with israel and vice versa but of course the jews were told not to buddy up with the nations another reason why israel is uh, in a state of apostasy and yet from 22 which we'll look at in a few weeks time uh, verse 6 you're told to pray for the peace of jerusalem it goes on to say how you'll prosper if you love israel let's keep reading on 120 verse uh, 6 my soul hath long dwelt with him that hateth peace the book of uh, romans Uh, the word of god says uh, how the peacemakers are blessed and if you can uh, fix up a problem with somebody you should do so and if somebody wrongs you or crosses you just forgive them and move on don't hold a grudge because if you do the devil will get a strong hold on you and they'll start to rule you and control you and you'll find it very difficult to move on in your life romans 12 Uh, 12 18 if it be possible as much as lieth in you live peaceably with all men if it be possible it may not always be possible but if it is possible as much as lieth in you uh, to make it uh, applicable live peaceably with all men saved and unsaved keep the peace Uh, makes your life a lot easier and also is a good witness to the lost back to psalm 120 six again my soul hath long dwelt with him that hateth peace this of course is an eschatological passage dealing with the great tribulation which is also reaffirmed in the following psalm and the psalm after that and the psalm after that in fact the next 15 psalms are uh, prophetical psalms but of course when we approach the book of psalms we try to understand what the original audience thought when they first read these passages and how they applied, applied it to their own lives we have the uh, the foresight the hindsight of being able to look back with two completed testaments but when the psalmist wrote this particular psalm he may have had about a quarter or maybe just over a half of the old testament down but he's still walking by faith not sight look at verse 7 I am for peace but when I speak they are for war that of course is the Israeli-Palestinian issue go to Psalm 28 Imagine being a Jew living in Israel since 1948. Your grandfather, your father, you, now it's your children. And you've got all these hostile nations living around. You've got the West Bank, one fifth column. And you've got the Gaza Strip, another fifth column. And uh, Hamas wants to destroy you. And uh, part of their charter is to drive Israel into the sea. And you've got those in the, uh, the West Bank also wanting to destroy. You've got Hezbollah north of the country firing rockets supported and funded by uh, iran and you got to six seven million jews with a a formidable army but nevertheless you are not war fitting all the time and i watched a clip a few days ago it may have been uh, scott ritter a very interesting commentator and he said uh, unfortunately he's anti-israel but he made a slightly worrying comment he said uh, the way i see it is that the plan here is to destroy israel financially not military and i thought what a good point he said what they'll do is in reference to hezbollah is they'll leave eighty thousand people on their border for two three years and the jews will be on a war footing for two three years which of course you can't sustain you can't take your workforce out of the workplace and put them into the reserves for two or three years the country will just grind to a halt you can't move thirty thousand people from the north into the middle part of israel and pay for their cost their bills indefinitely you can't do it i thought what a Worrying thought, and he says it's been a very skillful plane. And the same would be with Hamas in the south of the country, uh, or the south, I see in the southeast of the country, uh, excuse me, southwest of the country, also putting pressure on the Israeli military machine to keep all of their forces uh, on 24 hour. Uh, notice and that is a good point i think that could be one of the truths when it comes to defeating israel at least in the short term and i think it's quite possible i know she can't win this war for all sorts of different reasons uh, but we'll come back to that another time uh, psalm 28 also picks up on this in verse 3 draw me not away with the wicked and with the workers of iniquity workers of iniquity those at work iniquity 24 7 Which speak peace to their neighbours, but mischief is in their hearts. The term for this is Taqiyya. T A Q I Y Y A. Hope I pronounced that correctly. Taqiyya. Taqiyya is a term used in uh, Muslim circles to basically lie to their audience. If you ever speak to a Muslim, and we have done, what they'll say to you publicly isn't the truth. They are, they are allowed to lie, basically, as are the Jehovah's Witnesses. This past week, we went to a town not far from here, and we flew the flag for a couple of hours. An elderly Mormon approached Patrick for about 25, 30 minutes. We got some video of that, which had gone online over the weekend. And after he spoke to Patrick, he came over to me and asked him about three or four questions, pretty direct questions, and he didn't really answer any of them. Very coy, I thought to myself, he's deliberately lying to me. Now in the spy world, they call this need to know. In other words, it's not for you, if you're not a Mormon, to know what they believe or if you're not a muslim it's not for you to know what they believe or if you're not a mason it's not for you to know what they believe but thanks to the internet we can check for ourselves what these people really believe in draw me not away with the wicked like in the days of noah and with the workers of iniquity which be peace to their neighbors they want to be uh politically correct but mischief deceit is in their hearts back to psalm 120 and we've got seven again. I am for peace. This will be in reference referenced to the Jew in the tribulation. And of course the Antichrist starts off very peacefully. Uh, peace, peace, when there is no peace. And uh, this is also relevant for the Jew who was living pre-Christ about a thousand years BC. Surrounded by Gentile nations. But when I speak, they are for war. Go to Daniel chapter 9. And... Uh, there's one that really annoys me the most is when I come across these clips online. And I can't watch them anymore. Of these Muslim apologists debating atheists, Christ haters, Bible rejectors, and just lying through their teeth. And because these atheists, these Bible rejectors, don't know what the Quran actually stands for, their teeth, and because they don't read the Bible, they just accept what they are told by these Islamic apologists. It just drives me crazy. Daniel 9 twenty seven and he, Antichrist, shall confirm the covenant with many for one week. We looked at that last time, seven year period. And in the midst of the week, middle of the week he shall cause the sacrifice and the oblation to cease, and for the overspreading of abominations he shall make it desolate even unto the consummation, and that determined shall be poured upon the desolate, and also from twenty six, and after three scot and two weeks shall Messiah be cut off. We looked at that around thirty AD but not for himself he didn't die for himself he died for us and the people of the prince antichrist uh, and the people of the prince that shall come to destroy the city and the sanctuary to watch it and the end thereof shall be with a flood first mention and unto the end of the war second mention desolations are determined that's some 120 so a war is brewing and the lord speaks about rumors of wars and so on and so forth he said be not terrified all these things are the beginning beginning of sorrows my soul hath Long dwelt with him that hateth peace We are the peacemakers Matthew 5, uh, Romans chapter 12 As Christians Historically first uh, uh, Pre-Christ Jews Tribulation Jews trying to hold the peace Trying to be peacemakers But of course your enemy Hates you with a vengeance You think back to the Cold War The Soviet Union The propaganda they were, pun- uh, they were pushing out Promoting And they were doing so to destroy the nation from within there was a guy who left the KGB many years ago, went to America, got saved. And uh, it's all over the internet, this interview he gave back in the mid-80s. And he said, uh, we did a great job being the Soviets. We pumped evolution into your schools. We punched uh, free sex into your schools. We did this, we did that. We destroyed your, your nation from within. And uh, we promoted philosophy, this and that. And uh, we just sit back now and watch you people, i.e. the Americans, just uh, fight and kill each other. That was the plan of the soviets going back to the era of joseph stalin for today got the islamists doing something similar but a bit more subtle their plan is to destroy the bible push their quran and of course push their man muhammad like i say because most people don't know jesus don't believe in the bible they are uh, lambs to the slaughter look at 121 verse 1 I will lift up mine eyes unto the hills whence cometh my help go to Zechariah chapter 14, it's incredible how many of these references have a future application and unfortunately going back to my earlier comments that there's been a resurgence in recent years, recent weeks if not months of uh, pushing Catholicism and one of the problems with that isn't just the idolatry, it's the post-tribulational belief in the rapture and the uh, uh, post-millennial post-millennial belief in the return of christ in other words they don't believe in a thousand year reign in order they believe in a preeminent rapture that's why they are so pro the ecumenical movement to get people together to make this a better world that's why they do it they are failed politicians uh, zechariah 14 zechariah 14 look at verse 4 and his feet shall stand in that day upon the mount of olives you've got mount of olives Mount of uh, mount sinai uh and uh mount uh, mount calvary which is before jerusalem on the east and the mount of olives shall cleave in the midst thereof toward the east and toward the west and there shall be a very great valley and half of the mountain shall move toward the north and half of it toward the south this is still to happen If you speak to uh catholics and most protestants they will spiritualize this or try and kick it back into the days before christ which of course will not work once you go back to rome once you go back to paganism once you go back to praying to mary and statues and they do don't don't uh, believe their lies they do pray to mary they do pray to statues i've seen it with my own eyes uh i was a catholic many people have not been catholic so i'm telling you from what i know to be so and i hear these people line deceiving men and women to become catholics orthodox when a man prays to a statue you're dealing with a beta male a beta male as the americans say uh, jump down to verse uh, 9 and the Lord shall be king over all the earth in that day hasn't happened yet shall there be a one Lord and his name one that drives the Muslims crazy go back to Psalm 121 they say how can God be three in one or one in three and it's just pitiful to watch these Gentiles just unable to grasp something which of course you can't really uh, comprehend but you're told to believe it by faith and that's one of the reasons why so few people are going to be saved because they will not accept what the text from scripture says i will lift up mine eyes unto the hills from whence cometh my help god is a very present help in a time of trouble this is a second advent passage my help cometh from the lord not mary not the church not the saints which made heaven and earth now in the context this is going against the general narrative that the gods came from the hills The valleys the sea the rivers a lot of your pagan deities pagan people uh worshipped the gods of the sea of the air mother earth all that stuff which is coming back as well you've got the uh, resurgence of the occult resurgence of catholicism resurgence of islam which never really went away Uh, the resurgence of homosexuality which has certainly never gone away And the christians are being squeezed and squeezed and squeezed and pushed and basically destroyed eradicated from society of course it won't happen Uh, we've always survived as a people of god but the pressure will keep building on the true christian three he will not suffer thy foot to be moved he that keepeth thee will not slumber be steady as a rock basically help is coming from verse one and it's the lord who's going to come from verse two it's like a It's like a battle being lost, basically, and you're on the back foot, and the enemy's all around you. And all of a sudden, the cavalry arrive. Uh, There's a great film called uh, I think it's uh, Eighty Days. Is Eighty Days in Peking? Yes, Eighty Days in Peking. Eighty Days in Peking, and it's a '50s film, true story. Yeah. And the British are under attack uh, from the Chinese. The boxers, millions of them, and it's a good Hollywood film. And they're fighting and they've got the americans at the embassy the french the uh, the japanese and of course they can't win because this is there's just too many uh chinese people coming like the old like the film is it borobor borobor another great film and all of a sudden the cavalry arrive on horseback it's a great emotional end to the film that's a picture of the jew basically under attack now at the moment israel is doing okay because america is helping her if america stopped helping israel tomorrow she would be in a real bad way in about 24 hours quite honestly and this is where israel has to come back to god and stop trusting the gentile nations but next year is election year and next year uh, biden can't support israel and appease the palestinians the islamic uh, minority in the us because many of his states are swing states this is where we're going to pray for israel 122 verse 6 because at the moment they're in a very they're in a very precarious situation 121 verse uh, 4 behold he that keepeth Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep now go to 1st Kings and uh, there's a great account in 1st Kings when uh, I think it's um, Elijah is dealing with Baalites You'll find in the Old Testament the prophets Showed no mercy They were real warriors Of course for today you're told to turn the other cheek You can't carry weapons today If you are a Christian For the Old Testament you could But for the New Testament you cannot And I challenge anybody to show me any verse in the scripture Where the apostles ever carried weapons To defend themselves or kill enemies Never happened once Yeah there's a verse where the Lord says you know, Put your sword away or that sword's enough But uh, that of course is pre the cross when uh, when when peter used his sword to cut off malchus's ear christ put it back on his ear and he rebuked peter for that. He said uh, those that live by the sword will die by the sword now i don't hold to pacifism just for the record if somebody broke into my property i would take him down and i'd hold him down till the police came of course three o'clock in the morning you can't say what you would do you might go crazy and just take the head off i don't know but on the street this is the whole point on the street You've got to hold your nerve, uh, be as steady as a rock, like verse three, and not overreact because people watch you. And if you start to overreact and start shouting and screaming, or get into a fist fight, then it's all over for you. You won't make any difference with with the world. They just think you're just like everyone else, a hothead. First Kings 18, 27. and it came to pass at noon. Uh, mass is normally around uh, is normally around noon time. That Elijah mocked them, not very politically correct, and said, Cry aloud, for he is a God, lowercase g. Either he is talking, or he is pursuing, or he is in a journey, or peradventure. He sleepeth and must be awake. Now, for the Old Testament, not only would the prophets kill enemies of Jehovah, and Elijah will kill a good number by the time this chapter is over, but they also mock false gods. Now, for today, when Christians mock false gods, go back to Psalm 121. Uh, it's sneered. It's, uh, it's looked down upon. It's uh, not something which uh, would win you many friends. And again, you live in you live in a very different dispensation. If I went around today mocking other gods publicly, uh, it would hurt my testimony, and it would hurt the cause of Christ. And yet, at the same time, what you can do is use a bit of wit, a bit of humour. To do just that, and that's the the best way to go forward. Behold, he that keepeth Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep, unlike Baal, who was sleeping like a baby, and his people are cutting themselves, which you find in Catholic countries every Easter time, calling on him hour after hour, and nobody was responding. Think about Gaza, think about the West Bank, you've got about three million Muslims praying to Allah. No, no help, no intervention, and yet they're getting help from gentile nations, which are not believers and are called kuffa What do they call that? The dialectic? Is that what they call it the dialectic? Dialectic, yeah. The dialectic. Yeah, dialectic. I mean, on paper, if you're not a Muslim, you're unclean. That's what they believe, and yet the Quran also says, if you see an old muslim coming down the street you are to cross the other side of the street or make so i make them cross the other side of the street to make their lives a misery and you say muslims are taking handouts from the mm. west can you explain oh, that to yeah. me sometime i can't understand it 121 verse 5 the lord is thy keeper came to say i'm not my brother's keeper but thankfully the lord is the lord is thy shade upon thy right hand going back to jonah who was a very uh militant jew hated the gentiles and he was sent to nineveh and He was told to preach to them, and he wouldn't do it. There's your free will. And he gets into a boat, and he goes from uh, a port in Israel to, we think, a port near Spain. And of course, the uh, there's a there's a great storm which comes on the on the on the lake, the river, and of course, he's thrown overboard. And even then, he's still arguing with God, with the Lord, but he does preach the gospel to them as it was known then, and they do repent the lord is thy keeper lord uppercase l-o-r-d it's jehovah of course first one uh, the help comes from the hills verse two lord uppercase is jehovah and verse five the lord is thy keeper the lord jehovah again is thy shade upon thy right hand there's a picture of a jew trying to do the right thing even reluctantly like jonah and uh, the lord gives him a hat to wear or covering over his head it's the heat of the day its heart's and of course, that gives me a bit of relief, but it's short lived. Verse 6 The sun shall not smite thee by day, nor the moon by night. Revelation chapter 7. Now, for the Christian, just for the record, uh, you can be neutral to some extent, but you can't be completely neutral all of the time. Paul speaks about this in the book of Galatians. He speaks about uh, Hagar and uh, Isaac. And he quotes that scripture from Genesis Cast out the bondwoman. And her child. And of course is Hagar and Ishmael. And uh, that's a very political statement I know. And that's why Bible believers. uh, Will always be pro-Israel. Not just because of Psalm 121 verse 6. But also based on the text. That I just gave you from the book of uh, Galatians. But also all the other passages. Like Zechariah 14. When Christ comes back. He's going to Jerusalem. He's not going anywhere else. Revelation 7 and uh, pick it up in verse 14. and i said unto him sir thou knowest and he said to me these are they which came out of great tribulation the great tribulation which the uh, catholic church hold to but they have no no rapture for the church to survive or the true church they go through it and also they would say that if you took the mark of the beast and didn't confess your sins to A man in a box. You go to hell forever. Which of course is another subject for another day. And I washed their robes. And made them white in the blood of the Lamb. Therefore are they. Before the throne of God. And serve him day and night. In his temple. And he that sit on the throne. Shall dwell among them. They shall hunger no more. Neither thirst any more. Neither shall the sun light on them. Nor any heat for the Lamb. Which. Is in the midst of the throne, shall feed them and shall lead them unto living fountains of waters. And God, not Mary, shall wipe away all tears from their eyes. Back to Psalm 121. And the film is actually 55 days at Peking. I wasn't far off. But watch it. It's a true story. It's a picture of a Jew in the tribulation, waiting for the cavalry to come. And of course, Christ comes back on a white horse with the cavalry. Hollywood always liked to copy the Bible, they've done it for such a long time now. Nothing original. Uh, nothing new under the sun, as uh, Solomon would say. Psalm 121 still. 121. Look at verse uh, seven: The Lord shall preserve thee. Found twice. Verse eight: The Lord shall preserve thy going out. That's good to read. Seven again: The Lord shall preserve thee from all evil. Deliver us, from evil So on and so forth. He shall preserve thy soul. Go to Deuteronomy chapter 28. Now we could, and we will apply this to our salvation. Romans 8 speaks about uh, being safe in the beloved, and nobody and nothing can separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. And of course, the Church of Rome don't believe in once saved, always saved. In fact, most churches don't believe that. And that's a great problem, of course. Uh, Deuteronomy 28, and uh, let's see now. 28 verse. Six, blessed shalt thou be, blessed shalt thou be when thou comest in, and blessed shalt thou be when thou goest out. And the context it's the land of Israel. It's the region in and around the temple, the tabernacle, which for today is the uh, body of Christ. In fact, your body, in a singular sense, is a temple of God. First Corinthians three, and also six. That's why Paul told you in First Corinthians chapter eleven how many of you are sick weekly and some of you even sleep what's going on it's not that they are uh, desecrating the eucharist which means thanksgiving to the catholic no it's because they're desecrating their bodies which belongs to almighty god they can't get their bible straight the catholics they are just biblically illiterate it's just pathetic 121 verse uh, eight the Lord shall preserve thy going out and thy coming in from this time forth and even forevermore so and I'll say one thing in close for the Jew during the Old Testament leading up to the arrival of the Lord Jesus Christ they were promised the land they were promised prosperity they were promised uh, wealth literal wealth success literal success a large family milk and honey so on and so forth but of course they broke the covenant time after time and the Lord amended and eventually uh, cancelled out the old covenants and gave the Jews a new covenant, which they rejected again, Acts chapter 7. And now the church is existing in a mystery form, but the Jew is still hanging. Now, I'll say this very briefly the Jew who is around today and keeps all the feast days and the Sabbath and uh, lives a righteous life and doesn't eat this or doesn't eat that and circumcises his sons and so on and so forth will not make it to glory jesus said unless you believe i am you are dying your sins which you won't find anybody in the catholic church telling them or the ecumenical movement telling them but we will tell them that not to uh, be vindicative or spiteful but because we love them we pray for them 122 verse 6 uh, which we'll look at in a couple of weeks time but we don't just give them a you know a clear pass, as it were or a blank check they have to be born again like you and i were born again 120 lord is found in verse one verse two uh the lord is able to deliver these people from liars antichrist would be a liar and uh, satan was the father of all liars sharp arrows coals of juniper being mixed together and just poured on uh on the one hand, the righteous Jew, as a form of persecution, but then turned against uh, the wicked, as a pitch of hell fire burning. Meshach, or Meshach, verse 5, modern-day Russia, Qadar, modern-day Arabia, very much a hotbed for anti-Semitism. And there's no churches or synagogues in Saudi Arabia, as of right now. Uh, six, my soul hath long dwelt with him, that hateth peace, going back to 1948, and for today a righteous man living in a godless neighbourhood. Trying to fly the flag for Jesus Christ Seven I am for peace Present tense But when I speak They are for war Going back to the Israeli uh, Palestinian problem And also the fifth, coming, the fifth column 121 verse 1 My eyes look to the hills From whence cometh my help Being Jesus Christ uh, at The Mount of Olives Help cometh from the Lord And only from the Lord Verse 2 Contrast that to false gods Which made heaven and earth He's the one true God Three uh, you'll be as steady as a rock. You won't suffer your foot to be moved. It's your land, after all, it belongs to the Jews, not the Gentiles. He that keepeth thee will not slumber. He may be quiet at times, but when you're awake, you better look out. There's a picture of a a uh, boxing champion <coughs> who's been out of the ring for a while. Excuse the pun. And uh, an observer comes along and throws his weight around, and the boxer gets back into the ring and just whips him. Uh, picture of that would be rocky five when balboa takes down uh, tommy Gunn. i know these are secular films but you watch them they all picture the bible i can't stress it enough every film i've ever watched pictures the bible rocky good guy tommy Gunn, the bad guy and the wife is a type of the church i hope you get that these are analogies that hollywood know very well yeah. rosemary's baby antichrist watch these films exorcist kid possessed the priest comes along it's a picture of being delivered from an unclean spirit nothing new under the sun for behold he keepeth israel that's the apple of his eye shall neither slumber nor sleep the lord is thy keeper the lord is the uh, lord is a good shepherd the lord is thy shade upon thy right hand of course christ is the lord's right hand man the sun shall not smite thee by day thousand year rain nor the moon by night christ will be your light uh, now and also in the future the Lord shall preserve thee from all evil first uh, john 3 speaks about uh, the evil one being unable to touch you you are safe in the beloved he shall preserve thy soul your soul is safe and sound in the beloved once saved always saved eight again the lord and only the lord shall preserve thy going out and thy coming in he ordains your steps he walks before you psalm 23 yeah that walk to the valley of the shadow of death i shall fear no evil for thou art with me so on and so forth from this time forth and even forevermore going back to romans 8 how you are safe and will always be safe if you are saved and born again so enjoy your salvation don't stress it don't worry about this or that so I wish people just enjoy themselves and if you have time as a brother hit the streets pass out tracks and if you are a sister just speak to other women other children and allow the lord to do the rest